From a secret location in room 100 of 540 Jack Gibbs Boulevard, this is Craft. I'm your host, Doug Dangler. Singer-songwriter Irene Kelly has been writing and recording songs since her 1983 debut with Pennsylvania Is My Home. Her latest album, The All Blue Grass, Pennsylvania Coal, was released in 2014. She'll be appearing in Columbus with Six String Concerts on February 13th. Tickets and information can be found on CraftTheShow.com. Welcome to Craft, Irene Kelly. Hi, Doug. Thanks. It's good to be here. Well, we're certainly looking forward to your show with the always excellent Six String Concerts. Tell me about your song, You Don't Run Across My Mind, which I believe is from your latest album, The All Bluegrass Pennsylvania Coal from 2014. It's a co-written song. It is. It came out February 11th. Um, and that is the first track off the record Pennsylvania Coal, um, album produced by Mark Fane. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I wrote that with Peter Cooper. Peter is a songwriter and also a music journalist. He was, uh, on the staff of the Tennessean for years. And now he just moved over to Country Music Hall of Fame. But, um, we, we'd been writing some songs together and I had this idea for a song. I said, uh, lyrically, I had this idea. Um, what if you talk about the way you feel about somebody and it's uh, the metaphors of nature, very strong, you know, like a hurricane, like um, uh, as warm as the sun, but to them, you're just maybe a breeze and maybe just something not so powerful, but it doesn't diminish your feeling. And anyway, it was a, a sort of a collection of metaphors. Maybe I'm a passing thought When the wood smokes in the air Maybe I'm a summer breeze In the July weather fair But you don't run across my mind You're in there all the time Even after you're not with this person anymore, this still goes on. And also that you're okay with it and it's not a heartbroken song it's just more of a yep still care that much and it's okay and it's actually a good thing so we wanted to try to give it sort of that lonesome feeling but in a positive way so that's what we came up with and I had been kind of messing around with that melody and um and uh that's kind of how that all came together and you know Peter is such a great lyricist that he got exactly what I was talking about. We were able to bring that together pretty quickly. So it sounds like, uh, at least in this case, it's the, the lyrics that come first for you, and then you sort of match the uh, the the feeling of the lyrics to the, the music. Is that how it, the writing process works for you? You know, it's funny. It's song, songs are different for me. Uh, I know every writer you talk to, they're going to have a different way that they're some about writing, composing their songs. Um, so I would say for each song, there's a story or um, chain of events that have strung, have been strung together to make them uh, come to be. That one in particular was just that idea and a melody. I've had other ideas on different songs where I've just had a little melody line and not really any lyric direction or um, any sort of idea at all what what it was going to say um, so it again it would depend if you would point out a, a certain song on a record I could I could tell you the story and 
Tell me about, uh, you've got a, a song that I think has been covered by a number of different people called A, a Little Bluer Than That. Tell me about the writing of that one. How did that come about? I was writing with Mark Irwin, and I had this line, I'm a little bluer than that, um, because I was thinking about my sister got married in the 70s, and she has this picture of her and her fiancé sitting there, and it, the photography process they were using in the 70s, photographs would start turning blue before they would actually fade out. I don't know if you're familiar with those or if mm-hmm. you've ever come across them. Right, yeah. But I just thought, oh, that's an interesting thing. They would go blue and then disappear. And I never forgot the image of that photograph. So I was talking to Mark about that. And, of course, you know, we're in the habit of writing country songs. Mark wrote Here in the Real World for with Alan Jackson. So he's, he's a great songwriter and he's got lots of experience. But that, that day was was about just um, matching the line, I'm a little bluer than that, which I came up with, and, and talking about the things that are bluer and that, that picture being a real center, center point to that. Well, tonight if you turn your radio on And you hear a sad, sad song About someone who lost everything they had It may sound like me, but I'm a little bluer than that. Now, I know, like you said, you're mostly writing uh, country music and performing that, and that's what you'll be performing, um, Americana, country music, um, that sort of genre with six-string concerts. But there's an internet rumor spread by iTunes that you were in a Led Zeppelin cover band in high school. (laughs) So that's a... And then you were... I guess politely asked to reconsider what we're working with uh, by asking them to cover a Dolly Parton song. Yeah, I was fired actually. <laughs> um, I was doing Led Zeppelin and Frida Payne and all these great 70s hits, and then um, I discovered Dolly, and so I bought one of her vinyl records and I brought it to band practice. And I said, Hey guys, I was so excited. Look at this. Look what I discovered. We have to learn these songs. And they, they just looked at me like I was crazy. And they said, you, you know, Irene, I think the new singer. I was like, oh, okay, fine. That seems like an awfully harsh reaction to fire you from the band for having a interest in Dolly Parton songs. I thought so too, but they didn't share my enthusiasm. <laughs> and that was fine because it all turned out really well. <laughs> What's your favorite Led Zeppelin song? I love Communication Breakdown. That's one of the ones that I, I was uh, covering. And, of course, Going to California. It's a great song. And um, Whole Lot of Love. Gosh, there's not really any that I don't like. You know, he sang so high. He sang like a woman. And I think that's why I could sing along to the records, which was hard to do. You can't sing to a lot of the guy records, you know. When I was in college, I was attempting to sing along with Elton John. And uh, I was told that uh, that's not my range. And uh, <laughs> to go, uh, that's when Johnny Cash became a much bigger, you know, part of my repertoire of car music. Uh, oh, yeah. It was because I couldn't sing any of the high stuff. Yeah, that's a lower voice. Do you ever uh, do a country uh, or a bluegrass version of uh, any of the Led Zeppelin songs? I think Dolly Parton has done, you know, made bluegrass uh, versions of different uh, songs that were rock and roll and things like that. Is that something that you've delved in? You know, I, I, I never thought about doing a Led Zeppelin song, Bluegrass. Um, I do, we are going to play in Nashville January 30th, and we are actually going to 
cover an old Kate Smith song, The Woodpecker, and I learned it as a polka. So we, we're going to cover a really old song and make it bluegrass because I think it's going to be a great banjo line for that song. But um, no, I hadn't thought about doing Led Zeppelin. That's something to ponder, though, okay. for sure. So tell me about when you're on stage and uh, going to the concerts. What are the things that that keep you really attached to the crowd and energized by the crowd? What are the things that you look forward to when you go to perform? Uh, I can always tell when the crowd is into it a lot and, and it's sort of, it's reciprocated. And I love when people come up and ask me for certain songs or, or remark on a song in particular, because, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a singer and an artist, but I'm a songwriter. So I created these songs, and and there's a there's a reason for each one of them why they were created. And if somebody has something that means something to them, and they want to share that with me, that really makes it all worthwhile for me. I mean, I got a letter a couple months ago from somebody that was hiding out in um, Afghanistan, and they were having to hide from bombs going off. And they said that my music was the only thing that comforted them. And, you know, it's just getting something like that, that, that you can't put a monetary value on that. That's amazing to me. That makes it all worthwhile, really. Irene Kelly, I want to thank you very much for talking to me today. I really appreciate you stopping by and sharing some of your songs and your songwriting history. Thank you. I look forward to seeing everybody in Columbus. It's a great big group up there. I know they always come out to the shows and I appreciate them supporting live music. More information about Irene Kelly and her February 13th concert with Six String Concerts can be found at www.crafttheshow.com. This is Doug Dangler for Craft. Till next time, be creative.